and at the start of the hearing into online child safety. Graham says this has to change. We live in an America in 2024 where there is no regulatory body dealing with the most profitable, biggest companies in the history of the world. They can't be sued, and there's not one law on the book that's meaningful protecting the American consumer. Testifying are the leaders of Discord, Snap, TikTok, and X. Edmund is Mark Zuckerberg, who says they take kids' safety seriously, giving parents controls, and... We put special restrictions on teen accounts on Instagram. By default, accounts for under-16s are set to private, have the most restrictive content settings and can't be messaged by adults that they don't follow or people they aren't connected to. Now, this hour at the House, FBI Director Christopher Wray will testify at a hearing into China's threats. He'll say Chinese hackers keep targeting American infrastructure, including water and power and transportation. We're still waiting for the retaliation President Biden says he's already decided on in response to the Iran-backed militant attack on a base in Jordan that killed three American soldiers. The Hezbollah brigades has posted that it is going to suspend attacks against U.S. assets in Iraq and in Syria. At least that's the claim they're making. This comes one day after another Iranian-backed militia, Kataib Hezbollah, essentially said the same thing. There have been nearly 170 of these types of attacks across the region since mid-October, leading the Pentagon to say promises from these Iran-backed militias to de-escalate. They're coming just too little and too late. Fox's Rich Edson today, U.S. Navy destroyer shut down another missile. Iran-backed Houthi militants fired from Yemen around the Red Sea. President Biden plans to go to East Palestine, Ohio next month, a year after a toxic train derailment. He's going to see empty buildings and because businesses have left. Business owner DJ Oakley tells Fox people in East Palestine still worry about contamination. America's listening to Fox News. Hi, I'm Henry Winkler. My eyes are very important to me. My eyes connect me with things I love. I loved my late father-in-law dearly. He always lit up a room, but his vision dimmed with age. He had age-related macular degeneration, or AMD. And since partnering with Apellus, I've learned there's an advanced form of the disease called geographic atrophy, or GA. His struggle with vision loss made me want to help others know about GA's warning signs. For some, straight lines seem wavy, like when looking at a doorframe. For others, blurry or missing spots can make it hard to read or see loved ones' faces. Many have trouble seeing in low light, making driving at night difficult. GA gets worse over time and cannot be reversed. If you've been diagnosed with AMD and notice vision changes, don't wait. Talk to your eye doctor about GA today. Learn more at gawontwait.com. That's gawontwait.com. Good morning, 10.03 at News Radio 92.3. I'm David Wayne, 55 degrees. It is sunny, beautiful Wednesday here in Pensacola. Bruce Beach might be opening to the public sooner than we thought. Uh, it's looking like right now, and again, this isn't final yet, that we could, we could have a phase one open at some point in March, whereas the phase two would not be done until October. And phase one of that project included the uh, central plaza with the walkway leading to the beach, shade structures and public lawn areas, a playground, pedestrian bridge. Now, if the park is open, some phase two work would still be ongoing. That includes planting hundreds of trees, building wall terraces and overlook a sand volleyball court and a kayak launch. The project has been ongoing now since fall of 2022. Uh, two Florida lawmakers have now signed a letter urging President Biden to strengthen America's maritime power. Seventeen lawmakers, including Senators Marco Rubio and Rick Scott and Congressman John Rutherford, Neil Dunn and Byron Donalds, all signed the letter. 
which was sent to the president by Congressman Mike Waltz and Arizona Democrat Senator Mark Kelly. The lawmakers want Biden to designate maritime infrastructure as critical, and they want him to invoke the Defense Production Act for shipbuilding to reduce dependency on Chinese infrastructure and industry. It's 10.04. Let's get a look at our Channel 3 weather. We are going to be seeing a beautiful day today. Temperatures starting off in the 40s. Afternoon highs in the 63 degree range. Mostly sunny skies. Overnight tonight, temperatures dropping near 39. Slightly cooler on Thursday, but still a beautiful afternoon. Mostly sunny skies. High near 58. Thursday night, temperatures dropping near 46. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center. Right now, 10.05 and 55 degrees in Pensacola. Our next news at 10.30 and breaking news anytime. I'm David Wayne, News Radio 92.3. When you need to know. As a mayor, with city council meetings, boards, etc., is it ever a topic to survey on how you can give money back to citizens by lowering costs or taxes? Pensacola Mayor D.C. Reeves took your questions on a News Radio 92.3 town hall meeting. Obviously that, you know, you would hear at a council meeting if that has uh, been a conversation, but I, I guess the bigger question is how do we figure out how we treat the taxpayer money? When you need to know. News Radio 92.3. Informative. Local. The views and opinions expressed on this show are those of the sponsor, Avalon HR. If you watched Saturday Night Live over the weekend, they had the Barry Gibb talk show with uh, Jimmy Fallon and, and Justin Timberlake. It's a must watch. I'm telling you, the, the Barry Gibb talk show is one of the funniest skits I've ever seen on, on Saturday Night Live. But I digest. I'm here this morning. You've you found your way on to the Pensacola Expert Panel here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. We've got Avalon HR in the studio. Uh, right now we have uh, Chip Wood, who's the VP of Sales and Marketing, and we're waiting on our H and benefits manager Stacy Oren. She's in the car right now, going, "I'm on my way." Don't uh, I know? She, I know what's going through her head right now, but we'll wait on her. It's fine. That's uh, but, okay. Yeah. We, the other week, you know, we didn't have you. We had her. So uh, you know, we're yeah. just switching it up. So, uh, Chip Wood, thank you for being on the show this morning. How you doing? Thank you, Jake. Very good. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. It's uh, it's that time of year. I, I'm already thinking about it. Already gathering my documents. You know, I'm already starting to get W2s through my uh, email inbox that I have to go and remember my password to, to go get so I can print it out. Uh, there's Stacy right there. I see her through the window. She's on her way in. Um, but what uh, what are some things that people are struggling with right now? Because I know I'm struggling trying to remember everywhere that I worked this year and everybody that's going to send me either a 1099 or a W-2. Well, I'm getting a lot of calls already. I've got one on the way over here this morning from somebody wanting to know when W-2s would be ready. Mm-hmm. And then uh, also, uh, they'll be ready by the end of the month. Well, which is today, <laughs> and they are ready. Stacy just nodded to me to say they are ready. So, they'll be going out. 
The biggest problem that we have with W-2s is the fact that people sometimes move two or three times during the year, and they don't tell us that they've moved. They expect our crystal ball to automatically tune in and know where they've moved to. So then their W-2 gets returned to us, and then they want to know why it was returned and they didn't get it. Well, did you let us know your new address? Oh. Oh, whoops. I didn't think about that. So Mm -hmm. anyway, uh, always make sure that your employer knows your new address, whether you're using us or whether you're just using someone else, make sure they have the correct address. Otherwise, it'll fall into a dark hole that, you know, and then people are always worried about their refunds and how long is it going to take to get a refund? Well, figure your taxes out at the first of the year where you don't need to get a refund and you don't owe them either. That's what they're trying to do. I'll let Stacy talk about that a little bit more since she was late. <laughs> so, She's getting all those W-2s ready. That's and right. Those, actually, yes, I was caught up in a little bit of an issue with W-2s. But if you are a, a current or past Avalon employee, your W-2 is in your portal. Um, you can grab it any time that you would like. And, um, yeah, if you have, like I said, other employers throughout the year, go back, make sure they have a good address for you. If they have an online system, check there first. Um, again, we've talked about this before. Um, one of the other um, affiliate stations with this one was talking about the other day. The goal at the end of the year, the IRS truly wants you to break even. They don't want anyone to pay. They don't want anybody to have a refund. And we talked um, last week, well, two weeks ago, about the fact at the first of the year that the cha- the tax brackets had changed by about 5.4%. So if you were on that lower end of pay to begin with and we're having some federal income tax taken out you may have moved into a category where you either have none or less that's why it is so imperative to check your paycheck stubs Mm. it's not meant we we have used the irs as a savings tool for years and so basically Uh, they don't pay interest right they're using your four to six thousand dollar refund and earning interest on it all year when it actually should be you so Mm -hmm. you know trying to adjust your withholdings to where you're definitely not paying but you really should not expect that huge refund you're kind of cheating yourself out of money on a paycheck by paycheck basis by doing that you could take that same four to six thousand dollars invest it yourself and any kind of return is going to be better than what you would get letting right. the IRS use it for That's true. So really, when you look, look at, at what that, the IRS uses the money for it. You would become very angry and upset. Yeah. So, But we're, we're not going to make everyone mad about that this morning. Right. Uh, but just, uh, you know, I'm always a big proponent. Check your paycheck stubs. Make sure the things that are th- that you expect to be there are there. And make sure there's nothing there that you don't expect to be there. And especially... At the first of the year, when all these limits reset, you know, pseudo limits start over, all the, the state tax limits set, uh, start over. So mm-hmm. there's going to be some changes. So take a look at it. I would rather answer questions all day long about, you know, at the beginning of the year, hey, why did this change? Then wait until you get your W-2 and then it's not what you expect. I have a lot of anxiety about this, uh, <laughs> you know, getting my W-2 right, because when I have to fill out paperwork to do a new job and I have to put my withholdings and all of that, I'm always nervous that something is not going to go right. I'm, I'm going to either pay in too much or I'm not going to pay in enough. And usually I just mark the box. I put one or zero or whatever, and I just kind of go with it. Um, and usually I'm okay. Uh, but w- why do you think it is from, you know, from a process standpoint, why are people like me? I know, cause I talk to other people like this 
this is like one of the worst parts of getting a job is filling out that paperwork and worrying at the end of the year, am I going to be okay? I think, I think honestly, I'll let Stacy answer it because she deals with this a lot more than I do. But quite frankly, they've complicated this, this, when I got into this industry 23 years ago, almost 24 now, but when I got into this, it wasn't near as complicated to get people to fill out the paperwork. Nowadays, everything is electronic. Everything is online. Uh, we give you a, a link to, uh, that you can go on our website and, and you can log in and then you, you quite frankly make, well, you, I'm getting ahead of myself, but you, you can then create an account for yourself where you can then get all this information and you can put all your information in and what we call onboarding into the system. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't know, I, I, it works great. But then you have some people that just aren't computer uh, savvy, if you will. Mm -hmm. And so they just say, well, I'll do it later. Uh, just give me my check. And it doesn't really work that it way. It does anymore. not work that way. And yeah, not anymore. Well, first of all, they, they changed the form a couple of years ago. You know, and one thing you said, I put zero or one. Well, that's no longer an option if your employer is using the right tax form. Mm. Okay? So I think that throws a lot of people. Yeah. You're now. Where do I put my one? Well, you, mm -hmm. you don't. That that spot doesn't exist. Oh. That one now translates to a $2,000 deduction credit-ish, if you will. Mm -hmm. So you would put $2,000. So that way the IRS is saying, okay, Jake already has a standard deduction for $2,000. So we're going to give him that $2,000 now throughout the year as opposed to waiting and letting him take it on his taxes at the end of the year. So every deduction you add is another $2,000. So people are like, oh, I'm the head of household. I got a wife. I got two kids. Mm -hmm. I'll put three. Well, that three now would translate on that form to $6,000. Okay. There's your refund. The IRS is letting you keep it throughout the year. So at the end of the year, you're not going to get that $6,000. And that's why all these people are coming up. You know, I've seen multiple posts, TikToks, everything about, I didn't get a refund. I didn't get a refund. Yeah, we, you did. You already got you it. You got yeah. it per paycheck. You actually got it a little bit more money in each check all yeah. year long. Yeah. And they've done a horrible job at educating people on these changes and how it works and how to, what to expect and, you know, how to, how to fix it. The good thing about the withholding form is you can change that as many times as you want throughout the year. And somewhere like us that uses electronic, you'll just sign in your portal, you'll make the changes, runs the next check, you look at it and you go, well, that looks you know, okay, you leave it alone. If it's not what you expect, you can adjust those amounts to get where you want it to get. But again, we've got to get people to understand that the IRS's goal is literally for no one to receive a big refund and no one to have to pay. They want you as close to break even as possible. And we're just not, like I said, the education piece has fallen flat on that. They, mm. It's been horrible. And the education piece has fallen to the employer. And the bad thing is many small employers don't understand it either mm. because it is horribly complicated. There, there was no guidance put out. Uh, we had to dig for guidance when it came out. When that form first came out, we spent a, a good two, three weeks tapping into all of our resources going, can someone please explain this in, in a manner that we can explain to our employees because mm. it didn't make sense to us either. It's, it's right. a big change. It's a big 
thought shift and that it, needs to happen. And because we make tax deposits on a very frequent basis for our employees mm-hmm. um, and employers, I should say, uh, it's funny how we have been assigned our own IRS representative. Now, in everybody's standard daily lives, you don't want your own IRS That's representative. I mean, you really don't. For most people, that would be a, a nightmare. That this, you know, yep. I like my own doctor, and I like all these other things that are, but I, I really don't want an IRS representative. Mm. Right. So we, we are fortunate to have that guidance, someone that we can reach out to. And like I said, the other affiliations between SHRM and NAPIO, the National Association of PEOs, FAPIO, the Florida Association of PEOs, you know, we, we maintain all those memberships and very active communication and involvement. And, you know, we, I call it the phone a friend. I, I, you know, I had to call someone the other day that we partner with and I was like, Hey, you know, this, this is phone a friend. I got a question here that mm-hmm. I just cannot Lifeline. answer. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so you, you've got to, to maintain those relationships. And, you know, I so said, the reason you need Avalon is because these affiliations are not inexpensive. Um, and it would be just about impossible for the, you know, the average smaller business owner to maintain all these uh, memberships and affiliations to get these resources. It's just, it, it just would not be feasible. Right. But when you're with us, it just, I mean, that's part, part of, of what it. we do. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's part of our services to you. And um, uh, I talked to one, of our, to one of our listeners yesterday. He called me up and... Uh, a fan. A yeah. fan of the show. Well, I, <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're listening to News Radio. By the way, I'm going to go ahead and get that, that break in. News Radio 92.3, <laughs> informative, local, dependable. You're listening to the Pensacola Expert Panel. Let us know if you have questions for Chip and Stacy this morning. Avalon HR, 437-1620 is our number. Call or text. Check them out online, avalonhr.com, or give them a call, 475-1555. Uh, yeah, so you were telling me about that when you got here this morning. A, a, a fan of the show, a listener, uh, actually pulled you aside. Right. He, he actually... Um He's got a little a little uh, remodeling company here in town, and he wanted to, he said, you know, I've, I've listened to you on the radio and this, that, and the other. And I said, well, I appreciate that, and if we can help, you know, I'd like to help. So we're, we're kind of working uh, together a little bit right now on trying to see how I can get them all set up and everything. But that's he, great. You know, that's, that's good. Uh, I like for people to call us with questions. We, if we don't have the answer, immediate answer, if it's we'll complicated, it. we'll get it for you. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not a, not an issue with us because we deal with this every day. Yeah. So. We, we had a, a texter uh, text in. It's because we don't teach financial management in high school. You are that absolutely, absolutely correct. True. I totally agree. <laughs> Just the same as they don't teach driver's ed anymore. Right. Same they, thing. Two train wrecks waiting to happen. They should give everybody the total money makeover when they're a freshman in high school and just test them on it throughout the four years, you know? You know, they've started doing that in, in all professional sports. I've got some mm-hmm. friends that uh, uh, play on the PGA golf tour mm-hmm. and uh, past friends. Well, I mean, they used to play a lot on the tour. But, um, you know, they make them go through a financial management school before they – embark because you know some of these prize packages are, are really large yeah same way with the nfl same way with the nfl there's a couple of retired nfl players that live here in pensacola several yeah it'll be first to tell you that hey you know we, we they teach us how to use our money now whether they do that and take their advice or not it's another thing but you know uh, you you guys will probably know this right off uh what do you think the uh, how can i phrase it uh what 
the businesses outside of military bases, what do you think those mainly are? Stretching right from the gate going out. What do you think, what businesses do you think are lining that road coming away from the military base? Restaurants and bars. And car dealerships. Ah, yes. Because they know that people are, you know, getting a good paycheck. They're, you know, getting good and taken care of from the military, and they want them to spend that money on a brand new car. Yep. And, uh, you know, if you don't have that financial education, you go in there and then all of a sudden you're, you're leasing a vehicle for thousands of dollars a month. And, uh, you know, by the time you really get hip to everything, it's too late, you know. So, yeah, if we can start this in school early, that would be great. It would have helped me a lot. I had all of when I when I taught school, I had my eighth graders fill out a job application. I taught business education and I had them fill out a job application. They were all hired. And then I had them fill out their own onboarding packet i had them complete an i-9 mm. uh, their tax forms all of their information forms um and i'm like this is a skill that you need to have you know starting probably soon as some of you guys approach 16 you know it'll be time for you may want to get a part-time job or you may need to you know to do this and you know chip and i grew up in areas like you know nobody when i got my first job nobody my i didn't have a parent accompany me to help me fill out my application and do my onboarding it was you know as soon as i got a car it was like okay you're driving now you can schedule your own orthodontist appointments because you know when you're free and when you can get there so that's on you schedule your own doctor's appointments because again you've got a car you know your schedule so get yourself there mm-hmm. um and you know the same with employment and i see so many times that parents you know, I, there's absolutely nothing wrong with giving your child some guidance and, and teaching him how to do this. But once they're hired, a lot of parents have trouble stepping back. It's like, I can't talk to you. You don't work for me, Mom. Your, your 16, 17-year-old does. Right. And there's certain things that, you know, I'm not going to talk to Mom about because it's related to their child's employment. And then I get hit with, well, my child is a minor. I'm not the police. I'm not questioning them. They're not in trouble. Right. This is an employment matter. There is nothing that, that says I cannot talk to your 16 or 17-year-old about their employment. Right. So, again, this is one of those things I feel very strongly goes back to that education piece. Mm-hmm. And, unfortunately, on this one, it does seem that that's going to fall with the parents because it is not in our schools. That's not what they're being taught. Um, you know, just some, some basics of counting change how to address an envelope yes occasionally you do still have to mail something how to write a check how to answer a phone how to answer the phone (laughs) how to make your own appointments it's funny what we lose over time in our generations you know i we have a client that i had to go and pick up a check one day and his son was there and said well i said well did your dad leave a check you know i need to pick up a check and he goes I don't know what a check is. <laughs> what does a check look like? Yeah. I mean, I, and I, I just oh. had this blank look on my face. Like, yeah. y- you've got to be kidding me. But no, they don't. And I agree with Stacy 100%. A- and I know I joked about the driver's ed, but that's the same thing, too. They don't teach these things anymore because somewhere along the line, somebody has messed the system up to whereas we can't do it. But, um, <laughs> but, it, but, but you know, it's just one of those things. Before we run out of time, I want to get to a topic that we talked about on the break. Uh, W-2s versus 1099. Oh. Yeah, that's yes. a big one because I've always been both. Ever since I started working, I was W-2 alongside of a 1099 every year. Well, it, it's a real um, sketchy area, and the reason why is because 
Uh, and a lot of the 1099s came to view in the construction industry where you would hire a subcontractor to come do part of the work on your whatever it is you're building or uh, whatever, uh, like a kitchen plumbing crew would come in to do the plumbing for the contractor, and it's not the contractor's employee. Uh, it's a subcontractor, and that's a true 1099. But if that gentleman does not have his own LLC, if he does not have his own insurance, and something were to happen, we'll say, to, to one of the individuals on that gentleman's crew, then it would fall on the contractor. And a lot of people get – on our next show, I'll bring – there's an IRS 20-point test. Right. And I have that. Most people say, well, that's just a rumor. No, it's not. I actually have the test. And I will bring it next show, and we'll, we'll go over some of the points on there. Uh, and one of the points is, can you, can you come and go as you please? Can you or do you have an assigned time you're going to be at the job? Well, yeah, I have to be there at 8 o'clock. Then and you're, you're an not employee. a 1099 employee. You are you're a W-2 an employee. employee. Mm. And that's so. the big, with the W-2, the two, the biggest differences. One, W-2, that means you're, you and your employer are paying into all those taxes on every paycheck. You're paying into your federal Sooner. withholding, Sooner. your Social Security, and your Medicare. Mm-hmm. Okay? On a 1099 employee, you are simply getting the wages. And the IRS says if I pay any individual more than $600 in a year, that's not at my W-2 employee. They have to receive a 1099. Well, if you get that 1099, it's just your wages. There's no taxes withheld for in, any Anything. entity. There, That's all on you. So you're not paying into Social Security. There's no federal income tax being withheld. Whatever federal income tax would be withheld is now your responsibility as a 1099 employee. Yeah. To be a 1099, 1099 employee, like Chip said, Whoever you're working for cannot dictate your work schedule, your work hours, what you wear. There's several different things Hmm. that say if you are a true 1099 employee, you are just that. You are a contract employee doing things at your own schedule. Hmm. And if the employer steps in and tries to control that, then they need to put you on payroll. Hmm. Interesting. I never thought about it that way. Yep. Hmm. Yep. We see, and we see a lot of it, and we have a lot of uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen that uh, they perform functions outside of their normal jobs, and they get paid, uh, whether you call it under the table or a check or whatever the case may be, but those are, uh, those are reportable wages to the IRS. And if you don't report them at the end of the year, will they come at you? Uh, they're going to want their money, but sooner or later. Sooner or later. Okay, we have a texter here wanting to know the difference between a W-9 and a W-2. That does get confusing well, sometimes. Well, a W-9 is basically yeah. a 1099. That's the app, That's the, the form that you fill out. What uh, What's the form that you just verify that you're an American citizen? That's I-9. 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 See, that, this is confusing. I'm so glad that Avalon HR is here. Check them out, avalonhr.com. Give them a call, 475-1555. Uh, you know, just outsourced HR solutions and uh, better talent retention. They can protect you from the IRS. They have their own IRS agent assigned to them. Uh, So many advantages if you're an employer for your your business. Uh, Definitely call them today, avalonhr.com. Chip and Stacy, my guests this morning, you know, it's it's that time of year. I've already got the anxiety from it. Somebody actually texted in, and we've talked about this on the show. There is uh, phone insecurity. It's, It's big with this generation. 
And uh, I think that with anything, if you're not used to it, there's that that element of fear. You we're, know, we're and, seeing that more and more too. People yeah. are just they just stick their heads in the sand because they just don't want to talk to anybody about it. And a lot of them, there's no offense intended with this, but a lot of them don't know how to talk to people. So we're back to the school thing again. Uh, they need to teach how to how to sit down and communicate better. Yeah, I mean, when I was in school, it, it's just you know public speaking and you having to talk to all sure. of your teachers and you know uh yeah that's just the way it, the way it went uh but you know with future generations we've got the the digital devices in our hands and that's what we're using to communicate more and more and we're not so much making calls as we are to i text my parents now my parents text me i hardly ever talk to them on the phone which is just crazy to me but once they took to the texting it was just no no stopping them so uh but getting back towards yeah this is so confusing w2s i9s w9s 1099 what does it all mean well a w9 just real real quick on that that is the it's kind of like a w2 except this is information that you're supplying to the person that's writing you that check mm -hmm. so they in turn can then turn that information into the irs mm. we okay. have, we have paid jake you know multiple thousands and thousands of dollars yeah, i wish to play um, drums at lunch yes. <laughs> i wish <laughs> so, come on yes. by but uh, if, if if that's the information that you're sure you're supplying just so they can you know have that information on so file. they know where to yeah. find you and get their money that's exactly right. yeah I hear you. And a lot of people think, oh, well, you know, everybody, the IRS wants everybody to pay in too much so that the government can have this surplus of funds and then they make interest off of that money and la, la, la. Is that true? No. No. Okay. I didn't think so. Conspiracy no. theories. Well, you know, just, just, there's, there's ways to find out what your, your taxes are being used for, what mm -hmm. the government does with them. And I just encourage people to, to research that on their own. It's now, those parts may not make sense to you, but, but <laughs> yeah. still. <laughs> yeah, a lot of this doesn't make sense to me, but that's why we have Avalon HR. Check them out today, avalonhr.com. Give them a call, 475-1555. Uh, uh, it's that time of year, tax season. Get your documents together. If you have any questions, let Avalon HR know. And uh, if you have a business of any size, you need Avalon HR. W w the slogan is, with everything going on, you need Avalon. Exactly. Give Chip and Stacy. thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. You have blood on your hands. South Carolina Republican Lindsey Graham addressing tech CEOs at a Senate hearing about children and social media, attended by parents whose kids have been emotionally damaged, some committing suicide. Meta's Mark Zuckerberg. We have around 40,000 people overall working on safety and security, and we've invested more than $20 billion in this since 2016. The CEO of X says the company endorses legislation to hold her industry more accountable. President Biden plans to visit East Palestine, Ohio sometime in February. This Saturday the 3rd is the one-year anniversary of a toxic train derailment. The president has faced criticism for not visiting the area in the aftermath of the derailment, though the administration says it has mobilized a whole-of-government response to coordinate environmental protection and hold Norfolk Southern accountable. Fox's Jared Halpern in Washington. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning, 1031. 1031 at News Radio 92.3. It is 60 degrees right now. Sunny skies in Pensacola. I'm David Wayne. Last week, Alabama tried out a new method for death row executions. 
nitrogen hypoxia. Now, another state is looking at using the method. Ohio Attorney General Dave Yost is working with state lawmakers on a measure to approve nitrogen hypoxia for criminal execution in the state. Neither taking responsibility for the judgment, nor taking responsibility for, if it proves that way, our preference to avoid the unpleasant nature of this debate. Yost says uh, that the status quo is unacceptable. Ohio, Ohio right now has 120 inmates on death row, but... The state has not had an execution since 2018. Florida helping Jewish schools add more security protections. Governor Ron DeSantis announcing the state distributing $25 million to 100 Jewish day schools to increase their safety and security measures. That funding will give Florida's Jewish day schools, uh, the governor says, the tools they need to continue keeping students safe. And a House committee advancing a bill to allow school districts to allow volunteer chaplains to provide support to students. The House Education and Employment Committee yesterday voting 15 to 4 to approve the bill after debate on both sides. The fact is um, that the stripping away of any mention of God in our public schools has been going on for decades now, which just so happens to coincide with the possibly irreversible decline in the health, safety, and well-being of our children and society as a whole. And it doesn't take a rocket scientist, much less a first grader, to see the connection between the two. That bill would require parental consent before students could receive those services. Let's get a look at our Channel 3 weather. We are going to be seeing a beautiful day today. Temperatures starting off in the 40s. Afternoon highs in the 63-degree range. Mostly sunny skies. Overnight tonight, temperatures dropping near 39. Slightly cooler on Thursday, but still a beautiful afternoon. Mostly sunny skies. High near 58. Thursday night, temperatures dropping near 46. Stay connected to the Channel 3 News First Morning Weather Team. Download the WEAR-TV weather app. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center. And right now, 60 in Pensacola, 63 in Gulf Breeze, and 62 in Milton. Your next news at 11 and breaking news anytime. I'm David Wayne, News Radio 92.3. I'm Nicole Murray with Your Money Now. GSK has lifted its long-term outlook following the smash hit launch of its new RSV vaccine last year. The shot, called Abrisfo, booked $1.5 billion in sales after only being on the market for roughly half a year. The launch of the first-ever vaccines targeting respiratory syndical virus from GSK and Pfizer last year has proved to be a boom for both companies, even as Pfizer saw fewer sales from its shot. Starbucks reported first-quarter earnings and revenues that missed expectations and lowered its full-year sales outlook. Shares have fallen 13% over the last year, dragging the company's market cap down to roughly $110 billion. And still, Starbucks executives say the company's challenges are transitory because the coffee chain is working to bring back customers using promotions and social media spending. Starbucks also says it has a few new drinks on the way. Stocks are mixed. The Dow Industrials are up 42. That's your money now. Roxanne Watson is on a mission. Hello, how are you doing today? She wants more people to register as organ, eye, and tissue donors. Are you an organ donor? Yes, I am. Yay! My goal is to sign up the most people in the United States. <laughs> what drives her? Roxanne's own life was saved through the gift of a heart transplant, made possible by an organ donor. I decided that day that I was going to devote myself to the cause of organ donation and signing people up and honoring my donor by doing that. 
Now she's back to health, and she's a powerful force, helping to save lives every day through her work. Imagine what you can make possible by leaving behind the gift of life. Eight people can be helped with the major organs, and up to 50 people can be helped with a little bit of everything. 